Women live longer but will retire with 20% less in their KiwiSavers than their male counterparts, an uncomfortable equation that the Financial Markets Authority would like to turn around. The FMA says it's down to a number of factors, including women on average earning less than men, taking time out of the workplace for caregiving, but also because women often have lower levels of financial confidence and knowledge. Paul Gregory is Executive Director, Regulatory Response at the Financial Markets Authority, and he joins us. Now, kia ora, Paul. Kia ora. What does this disparity look like when you retire? In practical terms, what does it mean? Well, you've said the average. So, uh, on average, women have about 27k and men have 32k in their KiwiSaver balances. So, on average, across um, all people in KiwiSaver, that's about a 20% deficit for women. Uh, but it's um, it's worse as you get older. Um, because of the effects of compounding, obviously. Um, so the gap gets bigger as you get older. Um, and it just shows the uh, advantages and the benefits of starting early and sticking at it. Uh, and um, and the, the, the benefits to women of, of um, being confident and, uh, and participating in KiwiSaver. We'll get on to that confidence thing in a minute. But I'm wondering, how do you battle those societal factors that you as an individual may not have complete control over, like the gender pay gap and also the fact that largely women take up a lot of caring responsibilities? How do you counter that in terms of your KiwiSaver? Well, there's various... um, I mean, we're a regulator, so we we, we focus very much on making sure that when you are involved in KiwiSaver um, that your providers are doing the right thing by you. Uh, but there are policy things um, which the policymakers can decide on about um, how you might want to reflect um, with policy settings uh, how women um, are disadvantaged by um, by being out of KiwiSaver um, to leave the work to have children um, and, and delayed coming back. So the stuff that people can control, what, what suggestions or practical advice can you give around that? Well, there's a lot of work that's happened uh, around the world, including our own work, which shows that women actually do make good decisions and think well about uh, about investing in KiwiSaver. So our own survey has shown that as a starting point um, that they prefer simple products with lower fees, um, with providers with high reputation who take an ethical approach. So it's not really an issue about uh, about the intellect that women are bringing to these decisions um, it, it's the confidence gap to make the actual to bridge to bridge the gap between between doing some research and then actually making a decision uh, to to choose a provider or perhaps to make sure they own the right fund for them with a provider. So it's about confidence and support. Um, it's not necessarily about decision making. So why is there a, a confidence disparity? Well, uh, I think it's just about um, the, the um, wanting to. Um, to get confidence, to get help with um, with the decisions, uh, and that there's uh, there's some uh, men can be more confident about about their own decisions and and just go with it. Um, whereas uh, research shows that um, that women need to check around more, um, and they want more support for that decision. So, um, how is it possible to boost women's confidence in this area then? Well, this is something that's been recognised by women themselves in the industry. So there's um, a number of people who we're, we're working with with our campaign um, who, are, uh, who are investment professionals themselves uh, and who recognise um, that gap and, and step into it. So uh, in our campaign, we are um, working with uh, people who um, are involved in the investment industry who are 
great investment decision makers and are women um, and are helping out um, women with exactly the, the issue that we've been talking about. What do you know about people potentially cutting back or trimming back their contributions um, currently when we're facing what people are describing as a cost of living crisis or even taking out hardship payments? Uh, so we, we have um, an anecdotal um, information from from the industry about um, these are tough times and if people aren't uh, taking out uh, their money for, for hardship, then they're certainly thinking about suspending their contributions uh, or perhaps reducing their contributions. Uh, we, we, we get hard data on that on an annual basis, um, but it, it really is, I think, um, a case for people um, to look at their annual Kiwi Statement statement uh, and just make sure um, that the information in there is um, is that they're comfortable with it. Um, and even if they do decide to um, suspend their contributions, to make sure that they come back to them. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us. That is Paul Gregory, who's from the Financial Markets Authority.